When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. We're back with season three of episode 14 of Sailing Out, titled Smashly, which, Sean, if I'm going to be honest, I thought we were going to get a different episode than we got here, um, but we'll get into it. Uh, in this week's episode, Yeah, in this week's episode, we conclude on the sailing race. Gary continues his pursuit of Scarlet, and everyone tells her to get out of, get out of the way for their own motives. We'll go over who won and who lost the episode and go over our question of the week. As always, you can email us at belowdeckpod at gmail.com to submit life advice questions you have. Let's bring in my co-host. Now, Sean, the race against the other boat came down to the wire at the end after the Parsifal 3 being down by over a quarter mile. I have an honest question here. Was this race rigged? And why did the boat in front have to slow down? And did you have money on it? (laughs) No money on it. No, none of the sports books in New York State had odds in it, surprisingly. Um, very convenient that the La Cativa just had jib troubles after they turned around. Because yeah. Captain Glenn's like, oh, they're going to smoke us because our boat's bigger. So, like, we're not yeah. going as fast. Who, if it was rigged, though, did Bravo pay the other captain? And was like, hey, we want Captain Glenn to look like a stud right now. Like, I don't think Captain Glenn would have paid him because, like, maybe it helps a tip, but, like, their tip wasn't that huge anyway, so. So, Sean, here's a, uh, an old captain's code that I just mm. made up. <laughs> um, if you have guests on board, you're the, you're the boat that wins. Yeah. That's what it is. So, next time, if Glenn doesn't have guests on board, but the other boat does, Glenn's going to let them win. It's a tale as old as time. I think it was rigged. Um, it was a little suspenseful for TV, but I think it was just because they had the guests. The other captain just kind of he knew the rules. So it's kind of like like golf etiquette thing. It's um, it's a captain's etiquette. Like I'll throw, I'll let you win a race. Yeah. In order, yeah, because he was ahead. That the Cativa was ahead by 500 meters at one point. Yeah. How do you make how do you insur- make that up? Insurmountable. Insurmountable. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not a real thing. They just must have to stop. Um but yeah, we, similar. We think I don't wanna I'm not a big conspiracy guy. I yeah, that was the, the comeback was a little bit too perfect. Uh it really was. So not that Captain Glenn can't sail. And we know Colin can sail and Barnaby was doing stuff too. But uh yeah, I there there was a point there where like Glenn was just like talking to the crew, like not even like kind of racing. I don't know how, like in a big boat like that, I feel like it's not that like quick paced, like it's Mm. not slow, but it's not like a crazy quick pace thing where, you know, he was just talking, he was like talking to the guests in the middle of the race. Um, But you know what? I think the guests liked it. (laughs) This was clearly like captain Glenn or captain Glenn, like, was clearly so happy that he was racing. Um, guy oh, yeah. boats. Yeah. It was great TV, and you're right. Um, the wind does most of the work. That's right. Not that I'm not, not, not saying Captain Glenn's not an athlete or sailors are an athletes, but 
the wind does most of the work though right that's what that's what's pushing the boat yeah yeah and that's what that's all we know about sailing so far <laughs> uh, so sean let's get into the episode a little bit so um after the race so they're dropping the, they drop the guests off um you know the women were nice um they were better than a little bit better than last time the the makeup of all of them so uh enjoyed them on uh and then sean really gary uh pull he talks with colin a little bit about Mm -hmm. how he's going to handle the situation here where gary keeps putting himself in these situations um he he's not a guy that goes looking for trouble maybe but trouble always seems to find him Mm. so um you know, he really has to have a talk with Ashley about before the night out saying, listen, I'm, there's not an us. Um, I don't want you to be like upset if like, I'm going to pursue Scarlet, but, uh, Sean, what was, what was your reaction to that conversation? Because obviously Ashley didn't want to be there. Uh, and I thought it was a pretty cringe. Uh, it was well. very cringe. Gary didn't need to do it. Um, now Gary had a good point when Ashley was like, hey, you know, you flirt with everyone, Gary. And Gary goes, hey, you hooked up with Tom. Now. Tom, forgot about him. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was, he was, he was great TV too. I, I don't want Tom Horatio from the show. Um, that's a good point. Now, obviously that, that didn't hurt Gary's feelings because Gary wasn't into her. I think, you know, Gary just hooked up with her a few times when he was drunk. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure he thinks Ashley's hot. Like, just like looks yeah. wise, like not personality wise, right? Um, right. So, weird conversation, bad conversation. And now that causes Ashley to storm off. And now she does tell Gary, I literally don't care. You can Scarlet and Scarlet can do whatever you want. And then she goes down and talks to Daisy and is like, hey, Scarlet thinks she's special. Basically, like all that, and like Scarlet overhears it, kind of interrupts them, and basically, Gary Gary's coming from behind now, like with yeah. like sir of the night. He's starting from, he's that it, it hurt him if anything, right? I mean, yeah. So I I thought I thought the intention maybe wouldn't have been best coming from Gary. I don't know, but like clearly. Ashley needed to have some form of a talking to because she's ruining vibes of the nights. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't think it's, it kind of stinks that, cause I don't think anyone else was going to have that conversation with her, but like, she can't just continue to do what she's been doing up to the, at least the beginning of this episode where they go out, she gets drunk, kind of like does backhanded comments all night. And it's just kind of like annoying. And even, even Colin said like, if you just continue to do this, she's just going to continue to go off. Um, you know, so I'm, Jeff- glad he, I'm, glad, I'm glad he had the conversation with her, but I, at the same time, I thought it was really weird. Now, I feel like I'm going to contradict my entire point, but Ashley was kind of well-behaved that night, too. Yeah. Like, she wasn't, she wasn't, like, it was Daisy, not her, that was trying to stop Scarlett and Gary from hooking up. Yeah. So we'll get I get, in, I we'll guess get into that too. Yeah. I guess it's just focusing just on Ashley Gary's conversation worked where it didn't work is because maybe the way he approached it, Ashley has a conversation with Daisy that Scarlet overhears. And now you got a Scarlet who's a little meta Gary right now. And you got a Daisy all revved up. 
Yeah. And met at, met at Gary too. Yeah, it was interesting. There were a couple, and, and, and let's get into, you know, I mean, let's just get into the dinner. We're here, right? Love to. Um, so, you know, Gary's putting the moves on, or trying to put the moves on Scarlet from the very beginning. You know, a couple jokes about, hey, let's just move our table over. I'll bring candles. Okay. John, what'd you think of that move? Because it didn't work at all. I loved it. I loved it. I, I, I liked it, it too. I thought, like, it was, it was, it was innocent. It was funny. Like, I, you know, I don't think anyone can fault Gary for that, except the fact that it didn't work. I like the move. It's like a mid 2000s reality dating show move. Yeah. That I, a college me would have like been like, oh, I'm going to do that too. Next time I'm, like, I'm at a group setting with a girl. Is, is there like a, like in the show, The Bachelor, I know they go on two on one dates. So they like, if they went on a three, like you see the guy just like grabs the table and moves it oh, over. Oh yeah. Like Chad. That's a great move. Chad yeah. would have definitely tried that. Uh, man, that should just be good. Yeah, So, but Scarlett's not into it. And John, I think most guys, if you try that move and the girl's like not into it, like the, oh, we're going to sit at our own table. I, John, I would have just cut my losses that night. It would have ruined the night for me. That's but why, that's, you're, that's why that's, you're not Gary. That's why I'm not Gary, because Gary doesn't feel shame. And he's just like, he, he just keeps going. Respect to him there. Yeah. Uh, Sean, someone who keeps going. Um, and honestly, I think didn't have a great episode uh, was our real good friend, Daisy, friend of the podcast. Uh, but yeah. It's, it's a tough look for her here. So the point she's trying, I, I see what she's trying to do. She's trying to warn Scarlett, but at the same time, Daisy also realizes how much of a pain her department's going to be if Scarlett hooks up with Gary. And then you have a Ashley who's clearly not okay with the whole thing. And she's going to take it out on Scarlett. Um, and her department's going to be in just complete disarray if Scarlett hooks up with Gary. And so I think Daisy's trying to stave that off at the same time. She's not really taking into effect the consideration that like Scarlett's an adult and like can do what she wants. And I feel like Scarlett got like really pissed at everybody for just telling her to do, like telling her what to do for their own motives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daisy's going hard on her. Scarlett's like trying to defend herself. I think Daisy's a good arguer. And did Daisy say, Scarlett, you look like you want to cry? Or you look like you want to leave? Because if someone's about to cry and you you yell to them, oh, you look like you're yeah. about to cry, they cry, you cry instantly. I, like, I think I think she said something like, you're either gonna boil or explode. Yeah. Or leave or explode or something like that. Was, I, I I forget what it was, but I know like Daisy felt like really bad after the fact. She, she kind of realized the error, the error of her ways here. Yeah. And look, I know people on social media, we get yeah, very sensitive to like bullying and everything like that. Hey, Kate and Hannah bullied every season. They're on yeah. below deck. Like that's, I hate to say it, it's just kind of part of the show. It's yeah. Maybe you don't like it in real life, but it's kind of fun to watch sometimes if it's like not too toxic or anything. And yeah, Daisy felt bad and apologized afterwards. So Scarlett didn't really immediately accept it when they're having the cigarette. Yeah, she's like, "No, I should need some time to myself." But like when they get to the boat, she does like they hug it out. It seems to be okay. But yeah, Daisy went hard on her. 
Yeah, man, I do love smoke breaks too. I don't even Me smoke, too. and I love. I don't even smoke, and I love smoke breaks on the show. It's it's probably my favorite thing. John, um, have you ever did a girl that smoked? I, mm, I I can't picture that for you. No, I feel like I've gone on dates with girls that smoke, but it didn't really like didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, I think when uh, in upstate New York, smoke breaks in the winter. You want to know brutal? No, yeah. yeah, they're brutal. It's not. It's not worth it for anyone, yeah. especially uh-huh. if it, like you having to walk outside with her every time, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would get old. Yeah. Um. So, I do think that there was an interesting character development here, though. Sean, um, Barnaby kind of comes over to Daisy after you know, Scarlet just walked away, pretty much, um, you know, done crying, but basically crying because kind of what Daisy said to her. And Barnaby comes over and I think he's kind of like the voice of reason here a little bit. Yeah. He's like, Listen, you, you did what you could to like kind of warn her, but you know, it's not, you kind of said your piece, but you got to let what happens happens here, which I thought was like really smart. Good Barnaby episode. Uh, I think I, he kind of gels with the cast well or the crew well. Yeah. Like, and I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I liked this conversation with Daisy I mean, he he likes her, right? Yeah, he definitely likes her. Because they also kiss in the cab right home. Yep. He and he's, he's basically like, I've been trying to flirt with you all week. <laughs> why why don't we get any like any one on one camera time with Burnaby? Like being like, yo, he's I want to hook up with Daisy. He's a, he's a supporting character. I don't know. <laughs> Anything that takes away from Gary time. <laughs> yeah. The producers are like, no, man. Like we're I'm out. I'm out. We're good. Out. You're not a serious romantic interest for Daisy. Yep. So, well, like good episode for him so yeah. uh sean do you want to do uh back on the boat here a little bit oh should we talk about kelsey's fart oh uh, yeah you know <laughs> what? i was actually going to talk about how like how much i enjoy the cab rides but i mean not that part obviously but yeah so <laughs> kelsey farts everybody's just oh it's the worst i don't know how much they were kind of playing it up but ill-timed fart don't fart in the cab kelsey yeah I feel like, John, one thing we have in common, neither of us, neither of us like bathroom humor that much. No, it's not for no, me. I, mean, I don't know if that means we're uptight or maybe this is how we were raised. I don't know. I I have friends tell me, like, be like, oh, Sean, you really don't like bathroom humor. I'm like, yeah, I guess I just don't. Yeah, I think that, I think um, the funniest fart was from uh Step Brothers <laughs> yeah. when they're inter- when they're interviewing in the tuxedos and Dale <laughs> John C. Riley just play like, has like a 15 second fart, but it's just more funny because you like see his face the whole time. Yeah, then, it's where the reaction then, to the fart. Yeah. And then denying a fart when there are only three people in the room. <laughs> Great movie. Uh, but but yeah, I don't it's not exactly our cup of tea. No. Um, that, but, we're probably we're the minority on that i know yeah but, i think yeah. so um so we're back on the boat sean um, good good deck party great deck party i was gonna say i think this at some point in this episode i think the vibes were the highest of the season so we're we're dancing on the top of the deck um you know dance party colin and gary serenading daisy mm. um scarlet and gary kissing like what are we missing here hot tub I mean, also, drink, drinks flowing. Great, great uh, look for Kelsey. She's wearing a San Diego State hoodie. Yeah. I don't know that. if she went to school there. It'd be cooler if she didn't. I like when 
people wear random hoodies of like kind of not big name schools that they yeah. didn't go to. I think it's like Whoa, a, a shout collect. out to the shout out to the as are they the Aztecs? Yeah, I mean, hey, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, yeah. I think Jim Harbaugh coached there before he coached at Stanford. Yeah, no, they they've got they're good at like football and basketball. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's not like she's not wearing like a USC or UCLA hoodie. I thought, despite the fart, she looked, she looked good. Uh, yeah, in the in the hoodie, good for her. Um, yeah, but yeah, what's his name? So after Gary and Scarlett make out, Gary goes downstairs where Daisy's behind the bar, and he just starts flirting like hard with her too. Oh yeah, I mean Gary can't really help himself. No, he cannot. No. Uh, and then Colin kind of gets into it. Um, and they're, they're serenading Daisy, but honestly, they had a, a good, like, you know, power three moment there. I think we all oh, appreciate yeah. that they're the franchise. Um, and I think Ashley was there too, just like not saying anything. Um, we yeah, Gary's conversation worked, I guess. You know, what's really funny. I, I was thinking about it. You know what camera they weren't showing us the Kelsey Barnaby, Scarlett Marcos party upstairs. I was like, that's oh, yeah. just a weird cast of characters. <laughs> I think I think the crew really likes Barnaby. Yeah, I do too. But and it's like, yeah, everyone likes Kelsey too. And Ashley and Marcos have no beef. That was just Gabrielle and Marcos. Yeah. That may, that may have been a fun little hangout, but like you know, they're not the stars. So right. There you go. Um, but I really did um I liked everything about it. You know, there got to the point where um, I don't know if people started to go to bed or whatnot, but uh, it's pretty much just Gary and Scarlett now in the hot tub kissing. Um, and uh, Gary makes the, uh, everything's going swimmingly. And then mm. he makes, and then he basically tells Scarlett he wants to have sex with her. And uh, she's like, I got to go, which, you know, what? good move for Good move by Scarlett. Um, yeah. So that's the earlier conversation with Ashley backfiring. Yeah. I think. Or and also the, the Daisy convo and all that, where Scarlett has in her head, like, not tonight at least. Yeah. I, I, I bet you maybe the, like the last night of the season they hook up. Maybe. I mean, I think it gets to the point where it's like Gary's really hitting on Scarlett pretty hard. And I don't think she doesn't enjoy it but i don't think it needs to be this intense right now yeah um, but obviously they're both running up against the clock here there's probably only what six days left oh uh, yeah like two charters yeah we still have no idea how long the season is oh or when bullet I mean, starting yeah no no idea i maybe they're like really wait they already didn't they they already recorded med right like a while they, oh they must have yeah i would last fall i think because oh wow the Mediterraneans had peak season in like September and October. It's weird. It's almost like that to like edit somebody out or something like that. Ooh. Or I don't know. Like it just seems like like they don't want to release a trailer because they don't want to show like the whole cast or something like that. Yeah, I can't imagine what. Wow. Yeah, you might be right. Um, Sean, you do have the. Cons- I know you said you're not a conspiracy theory guy, but you always had a conspiracy theory for. Um, below deck legacy latest season that there was a deckhand that was not shown just because like it just didn't make sense yeah i had no real info to back that up either <laughs> Nor, um, I, I, I like it i you would have seen somebody like 
once in a while. Yeah. And yeah. So uh, still a theory. Sean, do we want to talk about, is there anything else on that night specifically you want to talk about um, um, before we get into Lane I mean, and Amanda? There's a, a little Kelsey Daisy combo. And they bring, they, they, bring, they bring it up more the next day, though, about yeah. like kind of Daisy's motivations for that conversation with Scarlett. Yeah. And um, I guess what Kelsey brought up was like, he gives you the most attention on the boat, Gary. Yeah. And if like, I do think girls and guys, like if someone's giving you like a lot of attention, even if it's, you don't feel like the same way towards them, you might miss the attention if it's going somewhere else. Like you're going to miss the ego boost and all that. Yeah. So yeah. It very yeah, nice point by Kelsey. Yeah. Um, it was kind of funny listening to them talk the, the night of, because like they were, they were both struggling to get some words out. Um, <laughs> Daisy a little bit more than Kelsey, but uh, no, I do think that they have a pretty good friendship, but only because like, I feel like Daisy's trying to like herd cats between her department. And so Kelsey's just like a nice outlet. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so Sean, let's talk about, uh, Lane, the, the next charter guests coming on. So they want, um, what was it? So it's Lane and Amanda. So yep. newly engaged Lane and Amanda, um, Canadians, everybody's Canadian, mm-hmm. which Captain Glenn is as well. Um, there you, go. you know, that's like the least shocking thing I've ever heard that Glenn's Canadian, uh, <laughs> like just a nice guy, you know, and that's the, that's the stigma, uh, that Canadians are nice, I guess. So good for we're, them. We're gonna, yeah, that's, we're gonna that's go. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice thing to be known for. Um, but they they do feel like really nice people. You know, Glenn kind of lets them know, hey, we've got some rough weather coming, so we may not go sailing at all. So, you know, he's gonna do what he can do to kind of like help them out, you know. Like it sounds like they've got some uh relay race gonna go. Excited um, for that. Yeah, that looks really fun. Um, you know what? That's one of those things that like it looks fun when the guests are like, Hey, we want to do a relay race. It's the, it's like one of the other things it's like, it's really lame when just because it's like raining or something that like interior is like, Ooh, let's do a relay race. But the guests don't want to do it. Like yeah. in this one, like they like they requested it. So they will be all about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I, they did this at blood and blood med season two and three. Uh, this guy, Kenny's group. And I, I it's, it's good TV. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So uh, I think it's going to be a fun charter. You know, they're pretty easy going. Like there was this, there was this one where this girl ordered a uh, April spritz mm. and, uh, and then the girl behind her just goes, yeah, I'll have that too. And then the guy goes, yeah, I'll have that too. John- and like, that's, that's me when I like, if, if like just drinks are coming, like honestly, whatever the person in front of me is getting, I'm fine with. John. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, that was I actually read this, uh, book about like kind of i think it's about like trends sort of i forgot what it was exactly about but they brought up how the aperol spritz, spritz was like the hot summer drink one summer yeah and then it became rosé and then it became the espresso martini oh, i think credit to bulladeck for that but, uh i haven't had an espresso martini in like years man but it is like the order of choice for any deckhand it feels like yeah has that like what's the hot drink in Denver right now? Um, I'll tell you, I'm a Paloma guy. Oh yeah. Mm. So 
I'll order Palomas. I feel like Denver is just like all just like beer. Yeah. Like Denver's like a beer, like there's more breweries than we know what to do with. So um, but I, I I could definitely do a Paloma at any time, especially when it gets real hot out. Yeah, I think I think I love a Paloma too. I think drink trends started like New York City or Miami, and then they just like kind of go throughout the country. Yeah. But yeah, surprising. I haven't really had many espresso martinis either. And I like coffee as much as anyone. Yeah. And I wash I wash below deck more than anyone. So it's <laughs> I need to start ordering them more. Yeah. I, it makes sense for them because they're so tired because they work every day. Right. Yeah. Kind of like a classier Red Bull and vodka. Oh, that actually is a good point. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um and it's and it's probably like a nice like in place of dessert. Oh yeah. You know, like you don't need cake, but like, you know, a, a martini sounds nice. Chocolate oh, yeah. espresso martini. Um, all right, Sean. So uh, one thing I did want to talk about in this episode, cause I feel like we're getting to the end here is um, I feel like there's a foreshadowing about, and obviously it comes to a head, but this whole episode, I thought like Marcos was like going to like collapse or something. Like, do you remember there's a point at dinner where Colin's like, Hey man, like, don't feel like you can't ask us for help. Like we can help you. Cause I think they see that he's up like all day, all night working his butt off. And, you know, obviously it comes to a head here when he finds out his, his good friend, which he said kind of was like a brother to him, uh, their mom died. And, um, you know, that's really tough news. I, I don't know how Marcos is going to react. I feel like he could take it two ways and just dive into work here or, um, I mean, I don't know. This would be a the, this would probably be the most abrupt departure I've ever seen in below deck history. If that's where it goes, yeah, that stinks for him because he's about to like put dinner out too. Exactly. Like, so you've got like no time to like process it or think about it. Now, Marcus is a professional. He'll 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 execute it. It's tough for him though. He can't go back to his Venezuela, right? I don't think so. Did, didn't he say that because? he uh he was like the personal chef for the president and then he quit and yeah basically had to leave yeah. so like he can't like go back and like assuming his friend's family is still in venezuela he can't like even go back and like attend the funeral or anything so no i really i he'll, he'll pull it out marcus is a professional but like that stinks especially right before you're putting the food out and stuff too yeah yeah so you might just have to like dive into his work. Who knows? Mm. Uh, Sean, anything else before we uh, kind of go into the question of the week here or awards? Well, oh, we got to talk about um, the episode's name, Smashly. Uh, oh, so the yeah. guests, the guests start calling Ashley Smashly. And she sort of um, has a very casual conversation back to them where she, you know, she drops a few F-bombs, like in a nice way. I, I forget what, exactly what she said, like, Oh yeah, you know I've been known to get fucked up. Yeah, and a few nights out. And uh, Daisy, so this is a big theme in early seasons of, seasons of Below Deck, where they didn't want the stews or the deckhands to be like too chummy with the guests. You're just kind of supposed to be like at a distance. Yeah, sort of like aloof and like you're not like a diner or waitress where you're trying to have a conversation with them. If they want to talk to you for a second, you're allowed to, but you're, you don't want to like make a, make a connection with them because, right. and I always found that a little odd. Uh, 
I don't, I think that it's like, it's almost like the higher class of the service, the more like ghost-like you're trying to be, or the more like, you know, less personable you're trying to be because you're a professional. I, I don't know, man, but like, you, I do get you what you mean, where it's just like, I feel like at the diner, you kind of hear how their day's going, but when yeah, you're like, right. like a high-end resort, you just... You, only time you see people is when they're just giving you drinks or something like I that. I think it's, I've heard this theory, it's because um, you don't want the guests to feel bad for asking to do stuff constantly. Because uh, if you feel like yeah. they're like, <laughs> if, you, if they, they see the server as a human, they're going to feel bad about like making you unpack their like clothes and stuff. Right. But if there's like a distance between the two of you. Um, interesting. I, I, I personally would, like, I don't know. I'd rather just people act normal, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but Daisy had good advice because she wasn't like, she's like, just find the balance between being a friend and giving five-star service. And Ashley, to her credit, takes the criticism pretty well. Yeah. I know I work with a lot of people in this industry where any criticism they get, they hate. And I, I don't know, I, Jen, I think Ashley's like an okay stew. Yeah, I actually think she's not bad. The whole, I think she's really taking to heart that she can't, I, she wasn't going to be second stew based on just being there for a couple extra charters. So I think she realizes like she has to actually go out and earn it. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's what, you know, it comes down to and what is she going to get second stew for like one charter? Like yeah, great right. for a resume builder, I guess. But yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like when Malia named uh, Alex, Dave, David, David, like and Alex Jackie. too. Yeah, for like the very last, like, <laughs> the last charter. day. Yeah, she named David Lee Deccan at dinner, the, like the goodbye dinner. <laughs> yeah. You guys aren't doing any more boat stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna like what? What orders is he gonna get to Z? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they're pecking up, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Maybe she does earn that by the end of the season, but uh, you know, I wouldn't count on it yet. Um, all right, Sean, so you want to go into uh, uh, who won, who lost the episode? Love to. Uh, all right, Sean, so I'll, I'll give it to you first. Um, who did you have win in the episode here? I had the new people. I had Barnaby and Scarlett. And yeah. John, I, we brought this up a few weeks, like about like a month ago. Usually mid-season additions are duds. Think like your Delaney's, your uh who's this one guy? His, he had like a ridiculous nickname, uh like Ultron. I I <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't think of it. But um usually they're duds. That's Proves my point that I can't think of that guy's name. Aside from uh, oh, that guy, Kyle was pretty interesting. The guy from Manchester. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was he was good. Um, but usually they're duds. Scarlett and Gary, I feel like fit in very well with the crew. They both had like, you know, decent amount of screen time this episode. I'm sorry, uh Barnaby. Scarlett and uh <laughs> Barnaby are well, Gary always has a lot of screen time, but Scarlett and Barnaby both had decent screen time. Barnaby got a make out with Daisy. He was also really into sailing. Uh, Scarlett and Gary are already a thing. They haven't had sex yet, but just wait. 
So like, I feel like they're, they're just gelling with the, the crew well. And yeah. it doesn't like, it doesn't feel awkward that they're there. I like love Tom, but I don't miss him. Yep. And same with Gabriella. So I, I, I Barnaby and uh, Scarlett for me. John, who'd you have winning? Yeah, I had Scarlett. Um, just because okay. I felt like she like really like stood up for herself when like everyone at dinner is basically like, and I think she saw right through it. Like everyone at dinner was like, oh, don't hook up with Gary. She's like, first of all, screw you guys. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Like, and you're not telling me it for my own good. You're telling me it because like, does Daisy secretly have a crush on Gary? Or is Daisy only doing it so her department doesn't get into shambles? And Ashley is obviously saying it because she doesn't want anybody else to hook up with Gary because she wants to feel like she's not hurt when she definitely is. And so like Scarlett saw all through, through all of that. And she's like, I'll make my own decision. And then obviously she's like making out with Gary. And then he's like, yo, I want to have sex with you. She's like, yeah, I'm out. But like, I'm, I'm making my own decisions from here on out. So um, good on Scarlett, man. I feel like we always like, you know, it's always like this, like, you know, Oh, Gary's just taking advantage of girls. Like, I don't, I don't really see that, but like, I, I think Scarlett's an adult and making her own decisions. And I, I like what she's doing. Good Scarlett episode. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. She like, she feels like an important part of the show. And she really does. Yeah. Mid-season additions that very rarely happens. Yeah. John, who's you have losing it? It's a great question. Um, so <laughs> I had a really hard time trying to do this, but I think like, Maybe Kelsey or Daisy. Maybe Daisy lost the episode, which I feel like we feel like would be a first for like load our our podcast. Well, um, let, let's talk this out. Yeah, I, I initially picked Kelsey just because of the long fart. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and that was really your only screen time. But her hoodie was too cool for me to pick it. It. So the Daisy thing, I think there is a real argument there. Mm-hmm. Um. It's, so the, I think the pro, like the reason to not put Daisy in there is because she was probably doing what was best for her to like the actual workings of the department. Cause I do mm. think this department goes into shambles when Scarlett hooks up with Gary. Cause Ashley's just going to be like not doing well. Um, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but that's just how I feel. And Daisy put that above like Scarlett, the human, right. Who like, might be into Gary. And so it didn't really put her feelings into play there. Daisy, um, it's kind of like the um, the NFL rule that the cheerleaders can't fraternize with the players. That's kind of Daisy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, it's like, yeah. it feels odd to tell your employee, like, hey, you can't date this guy. Yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily like, is that sexual harassment? I have no idea. Probably not. Yeah. No, it's it's just like being really conservative. It's like I don't, I don't even know what to call it. Um, now is she doing it? It's probably prudent. Is it prudent? Mm, maybe, maybe no, not. No, I feel like prudent just means reasonable. Yeah. No, the big law term is reasonably prudent. So that mm. would be that wouldn't make sense because like cautious. Like yeah, yeah. I think it means. Yeah, something around there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's prudent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's prudish, too. Yeah. Fair. It's nice plant words there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, it, it's something, and I I don't I refuse to have Daisy lose an episode, 
So I'm going to still give it to Kelsey because of the fart. <laughs> just because. Yes. I'll just associate that with her forever. But I, I her asking, uh, looking like um, Scarlett dead in the eye when they're at dinner and being like, are you going to cry or no, are you going to, you going to like leave? That was pretty, that was pretty mean. That was pretty yeah. mean girlish. It really was. Uh, and obviously now, Daisy, you know, walks it back after that. Right. Yeah. You know, so apologizes. still our friend. It's still a friend of the pod, but Hey, maybe hey, everyone has bad moments. So, yeah. So, uh, all right, Sean, um, who'd you have for, uh, winning uh or sorry so that's that's winners and losers uh mm-hmm. what's the question of the week all right this one's sort of bullet deck related but uh so our new uh charter guests for the end of this episode next episode as we know the primary proposed to his fiance a few days before the charter now john had he proposed to her and she said no that charter is ruined. Like that relationship is probably ruined. So kind of thinking out loud here, how risky of a move was this for him? Like what percentage of proposals do we think actually end in a yes? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I would say that proposals that have a like vacation planned already based on it are like, they're obviously highly risky, but I think that person has a better inclination in their head that they're going to get a yes. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, that how much would that stink if like you rented out this boat for like what a hundred grand or eighty grand, whatever it is? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't fifty grand maybe, and then you propose to your fiance uh, like two days before it, and she says no. It's like you can't go, you can't go on it, or you can, but like you're not celebrating anything it's just weird you're ruining a lot of things there yeah tough move i so i proposed to my wife uh a year and a half ago worked out i i think most as you get older actually no i'm not even sure i think there's a lot of proposals and like when people are drunk in their early and mid-20s that are a lot of no's there I would guess it's probably around 70% yes though, right? Yeah, probably. Um, maybe 50 to 70. Yeah, somewhere around there. But like half half of the no's, I mean, man, what's like the return policy on rings? Are they good? Is it good? It is. Yeah, they give you a receipt. Okay. But that's, that's, gotta, be, that's gotta be awkward. Walking back in yeah, there. Yeah, that's not good. Like, yeah. <laughs> She thought she could do better. So, hey, I'll <laughs> see my money back, please. Yeah. I, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, man, good on this guy. Uh, he must he must have known a yes with his, was in the pocket. Um, still probably nervous, but at the same time, you know, you don't do it two days before. You do it after maybe um, if you're not sure what the answer is going to be. Yeah, I think we're discounting in the South where people get married younger. But also, I, I bet you there's like a lot of weird proposals down there. No, not to alienate anyone, any of our southern listeners, but I can see some like South Carolina, te- like 21 year olds, like a 20 or 21 year old guy proposing to his girlfriend and getting shot down. Well, you'll have an opportunity when we'll have an opportunity for the second wedding at some point. Sounds like you're right. Yeah. 
Um, so no, it was a good question of the week though. I like it. Um, it'd be interesting to see what, if we got like stats, like what percentage of, uh, proposals end in a yes, you know, but I don't, I don't know right. who's track. I don't know who's tracking that. I guess um, the, the jewelry, jewelry? Industry? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, next time. Yeah. We'll have to ask our local jeweler about yeah. that. Like how many of these rings are being returned? That's a good question. I um, bet you, you know what? I bet you it's higher than we think. Yeah. Maybe like there, half, man. There is a lot of people out there that throw caution to the wind yeah. and also like don't have a good gauge in their own relationship. So okay. I think, I think it's more than we think. Yeah. The classic desperation ask like, Ooh. Oh, we might break up. So let me just, you know, it's never good. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, that's the episode, Sean. Um, listen, we don't know what the heck's going on with below deck med. Um, but I'm focused on below deck sailing out right now. Um, we are, gosh, man, we are 14 episodes in. So I don't know how many episodes they're going to have. I don't know if they're just going to go through, like, I know I've done the math here on the pod, but it's just like, I feel like there's like two more episodes than a two part reunion and then 4th of July break, but that that lines up but hey yeah. i i have no idea i i'm enjoying the season though i really am uh there are more hookups tonight than the entire season of below deck down under and i i, I count a hookup as a, a make out yeah like i think there's been one like five second make out on below deck down under and that was That's it tough i mean at some point you can't just have gary you know be on every franchise they could have used him the yeah. maybe next week or sometime i'll give everyone like a three minute my three minute when bullet identity is over i'll give people, everyone like a three minute review love but it the the bosun on bullet identity is a dud so they, yeah. they could have used gary I, I'll, yep. I, I'll i'll tell you that good all right man um we'll look forward to uh down under um and uh take us out man Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. Bon voyage.